Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us on this cold, dreary, rainy winter night as we chuck on our sweaters, warm up our cocoa, sit by the fire, and watch Patterson. It's together. one p.m. in the afternoon. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it is drizzling, man. So you've got uh, that right. Yeah. Uh, this 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 week, um, I introduced the boys to Patterson, a uh, uh, movie with Adam Driver from a couple years ago. Won a couple indie awards. And what did you guys think? Uh, mm. Alex, I'll let, I, I'm curious to hear you. We'll yeah. let you go first. I, I've expected Alex to be like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I hate I it. Didn't, okay. <laughs> I didn't love the film. Like, let's, just, <laughs> let's be honest here. Uh, it, was, it was very slow and very repetitive. And I get that was the point. And the point was for you to sort of go through the motions with him. And I was just crying for something to break, out of, break him out of his routine. And eventually it did, but we won't go there yet. And I was like, <laughs> yes, finally some drama. <laughs> So it was well acted, it was, you know, well made, but it was just so repetitive over and over and over (laughs) again. (laughs) And you, Morgan? I thought I I wouldn't like it for those reasons. Like, I was like, I started, I'm like, oh, this might be a bit of a slog, but I don't Mm -hmm. know, there's something like really relaxing about it and How co- every yeah. conversation yeah. he had I thoroughly enjoyed every conversation yeah. he had with everyone and I was like I, nothing's yeah. happening and I'm okay with it it was weird I never expected that I would like it as much as I did but surprisingly it surprised me and uh, mm. I, I was able to write it out and not feel bored or anything I was just having a lovely time lovely is a word that I think about when this movie I think <laughs> about a lot lovely is a word that comes up I'm like it's just lovely it's such a lovely movie mm. so, yeah, that's so, yeah Morgan when I, first I liked it by this. the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not not at the start. The oh, first man. 20 that minutes or so, I was like, so oh, amazing. no. Um, no, no, no. I was no. going to say, this movie is like a warm sweater for me. I had like a really stressful week with the transition to work at home, and it's just like caused a whole bunch of stuff to ramp up and a whole bunch of stuff to slow down. And it's just been like weird. Mm. So yesterday was like full on for me. And I got home and I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, I should probably watch this movie again so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and as soon as I put it on, I put like... I put it on and it was just instantly, I was like, I feel so happy and relaxed. It was like meditation for me, just watching this movie. I love so much about it. I love uh, I love the characters, I love the acting. I think that his girlfriend is just adorable in so many ways. I think his life is amazing. I think all the characters he meets, is, they're interesting. But yeah, I, I completely understand it's very slow, but it's just so nice. Like everything, not, you're right, Morgan, everything about it is just nice. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, I Patterson, think, Patterson, New Jersey. I think if you keep Wait, expecting something to happen, you're going to be disappointed. But there was a moment where I'm like, I don't think anything's... Mm-hmm. Like I read, I quickly looked up and I read the um, IMDb blurb and it's really short and simple. And then at the start of the movie, I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to expect anything to happen. Like I don't think yeah. anything's gonna happen, and then it's like, and then something small happened at the end, but it really wasn't even that big a deal. But I was like, yeah, so <laughs> I, I had a nice time. It's like, <laughs> it's still, it's just, um, sorry. So we've completely skipped. I think Alex, because you, you, you seem like the doubt. Can you describe Patterson for us? <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. So, it's the week in the life of this guy, and uh, he's a bus driver, and so he. Uh, does his usual bus route, you know, and he catches glimpses of little conversations from various people. And uh, what he does each day is he writes down a little poem, and that's how he gets through the day. He's, uh, I don't know if you call them good poems, but they're poems. Uh, and he writes yeah. the poems down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I love his poetry. I love the blue tip match poem. I think it's absolutely beautiful. 
Uh, <laughs> oh man, there's so much about this movie. I thought I just. And then he goes home. <sighs> he says hello to his uh, partner. He yeah. walks the dog. He goes grab the beer. <laughs> goes home, sleeps, wakes up, goes to says the you know, his usual bus route. Yeah. Comes home, sees his partner, walks the dog, has a beer. Yeah. You get in the sense of this repetition. <laughs> <laughs> this is this so film. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry, he couldn't watch. Dirty smut films, Norish, with his friend at the cinema. <laughs> it was, I think it was like the most slice of life movie we've watched so far. It was yeah. like yeah. very slice of life. And it was nice because yeah. it was like, he seemed very happy with his life. Like it was, he accepted he it all. This was exactly, his life. Yeah. And it was nice to see that. Like, and it was just the way, and then it was like a lot of, um, <laughs> no, I appreciate it. A lot of like. Uh, foreshadowing that wasn't actually foreshadowing that was like oh yeah. set stuff up and I'm like I don't think it's gonna and I'm like but what if oh, I don't think it's gonna happen and then it doesn't I was it's hoping like, for it to happen that and, happens uh, in life like <laughs> it just it's nice anti um, I'll call it anti foreshadowing <laughs> I've got to say I'm very happy like I thought I would be very disappointed because I, I I nourish I was thinking that you wouldn't like this like I was mm. I was hoping maybe this was a movie that we could all come together and like really gel on but that's fine like <laughs> what's the point of that who cares I was so happy it doesn't that make like for this, a good podcast I don't know. <laughs> well yeah yeah um I'm I'm very excited because I reckon that this movie if you watch it at certain times or in certain moods I think this movie is a lot better and I reckon I reckon I'm very excited for you to maybe revisit this movie if if you're ever at a point where you're like i just need something to be not like i just need that meditation hmm. if you could watch that movie again and see if you like it more because i i think that this, this movie is just there's just so much in there that is just like there's this dream like he lives this perfect little dream life in this perfect little town and he's removed from all these concerns of the outside world and he loves his life and he loves the people around him and it's so nice <laughs> It's what I imagine people when they talked when they used to talk about like the American dream. It's like what they would kind of picture. It's like their version of a perfect life. Maybe it's not the perfect life, but it's their version of a perfect life. And this movie is his version of perfect. Yeah, and it's also oh, seems like it. perfect life. People look at these days. It's like probably not achievable. Like this seems something that's like achievable. Like I know. It's like know. this is within grasp of us. <sighs> he doesn't. Oh, it's so. <laughs> It's, I better get my notebook so out now and start writing some poems. Uh, <laughs> no, you got to wait till you meet a mysterious Japanese stranger in a park for that. Mm. <laughs> we'll get I, to that later. Uh, I, I think, okay, uh, I want to just like change, or well, not change up too much, but I, I think we'll start with like negatives because there's a couple things. Like I, like with Norris, I think my biggest negative with this was just this time around, it is there's like five different parts in this movie. It's like maybe this shot's just too long. Um, I, I wouldn't say that for any any of the conversations I quite like I think they're like nice and I'm happy to take my time with them but there's like so many points where maybe it's just him driving the bus and nothing's happening it's like mm-hmm. uh, it's a two hour movie maybe you could cut like you know 20 minutes off these bits but Zach but Zach you need the repetition you need that shot of him because it's all poetic with yeah, his watch absolutely. and the clock sort of the hands move a little bit fast and then there's sort of like an overlay of a water <laughs> or like sunset and oh, all those cross oh, yeah. all those cross dissolves <laughs> yeah cross the cross yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah we've got to have that over and over again and by the t- fourth time it happens you're like ah, okay maybe maybe you done that was good the first time uh yeah yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, Alex, I guess that's Alex, really my... If you've got... A, what, what didn't you like about this movie? What's the negatives? <laughs> Bear in mind, we don't want this podcast to go on forever. This is true. Yeah, it's already, it's already listen, clocking in a few. <laughs> I didn't like his partner all that much. Really? See, so oh. I watched this with my partner, 
and she didn't mm. like yeah, she didn't actually, like the partner a... either. She thought that she was a bit of a shit partner, especially. And then mm. I can see how you watch, and I felt like, but I've also like. So I can see how, like, in maybe a normal movie, she's a bit shit, like, mooching off him. But, like, th- they there's this whole thing where they perfectly accept each other in every yeah, way, shape, form. Yeah, there is that. There is and that. It's, it, and it's so lovely. And it's like, I know it, oh. she's, they, she is, like, a creative in a bad... If it was another movie, in, like, a bad way. Like, I want to oh, buy yeah. this guitar. I want to spend this money. I'm not really making money. But, like, they perfectly accept each other in a way that that made up I for know. it with me. Like, they were just, like... Mm. They, they both accepted each other other they they're in their idiosyncrasy idiosyncrasies all that like like, yeah they don't like live for their like mortgage they don't live for their jobs they live for like each other yeah no i um maybe i'll talk about that a bit more because that is something i i want to discuss like the 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 dream of this whole movie but we'll do that maybe after spoilers i think but Mm. uh alex do you have anything else or morgan do you have anything else you didn't like about this movie like um well, I don't think there's anything affronting that I didn't like. I was a little, at the start, questionable about some of the poetry and the writing appearing on screen. Mm. But um, I, mm. it, it further, I think the start of the, the way the movie starts is kind of like the, my least favourite part because I didn't know what to expect and then it happened. But then like I eased into it and everything that I maybe didn't mm. like at the start, I started to accept and enjoy. It's different, yeah. Or like it became part of the experience. Because I think first and foremost for me, this was an experience. It was like something I was experiencing and letting it wash over me. As pretentious as that mm. sounds, that's kind of how I watched this movie. <laughs> that's, that's 100%. Wash. Um, uh, like the waterfall yeah, uh, falling like from the, the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, was, nice uh, that was one of my favorite yeah, conversations. Motifs. Big part of this one. Was big part of this one. Conversation with the little girl. That was lovely. That was really nice. But also that was a little again. creepy, wasn't it? I don't know. I, no, see, I thought I, this movie there was, was a moment where I was like, from that. Yeah, I'm like, and it, and that maybe that's I'm coming from like the time now, and I was like, it is a little <laughs> weird. Like, but he was being nice about it, and he was I don't know. It was I feel like also his role as a bus driver there is sort of like a level of like safety that she maybe felt that I don't know. I was that, that, that's the thing. I'm like I felt like it should be creepy, but it wasn't. And I yeah. think the movie did a good job of that. But yeah, it is a little weird. <laughs> it didn't it didn't sit right at least initially, and I was like. Mm. Okay, <laughs> this is a little no, I weird. That. I get that. But yes, they bonded over their mutual love of poetry. And then there was, uh, she was a twin. There was a lot of twins in this yeah, film. Yeah, oh, we're going to talk about twins that twin everywhere, symbolism. Man. Twins everywhere. Yeah. Um, so many twins. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, there's, there's so much I noticed on the... Well, I'm just trying to think of anything else I didn't... Like, I don't know, man. There, there was so much like love I had for this movie on the second time around. There were so many little details that I noticed I had no idea about in the first time around, and I appreciated quite a lot. Um, but I, 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 again, I think I completely understand if you didn't like this, or if you didn't like specific aspects, and even if you like, uh, as you said, no, you, you get it, but it just didn't ring as something that you you appreciated, even if you got it. Oh, listen, I, again, I appreciate what you know how yeah. it was made and why it was yeah. the way it was. It was just just didn't yeah. strike you the same no as, yeah no totally um but i still think this movie is so lovely like <laughs> i just I, there's there's something like because because there's so many movies you can watch that are about dark topics and they're, they're great but this movie for me just seems so removed from anything dark like uh, I, as you said the conversation with the little girl can be a little creepy but the way i view this movie is that everything is like is not perfect for him but you know his life is so removed from all everything that's a problem 
Mm. Everything works out for him. Everything is fine. So I always view that as just like a conversation he has with someone is this like little coincidental meeting that, that is poetic with a young girl who is, you know, does poetry like him. And he meets all these other people that their lives are all a bit poetic. It, it's great. I love it. I love it. There's so many... Like, the girlfriend, she loves drawing. Everything about her is black and white, which that's something I fucking love as well. But her it's not, deal. actually. It's exactly. not all black and white. Her, personali- her, vas- her personality is because not black and white. Because that throws it so standing on the couch had those shades of brown and yellow in it. And it's the only Absolutely. thing that she was painting that wasn't black and white. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but obviously you're trying... <laughs> Uh, oh man and and like everything she hangs up in the house is black and white and she does the curtain with the little black circles which I like, liked yeah there's all I didn't these like little the circles of Patterson like, <laughs> but that's oh, neither yeah. here nor yeah. there that's fair that's fair uh, not, as my, an not my personal designer. taste uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um, was there anything you really liked about this movie Nosh or anything that maybe stood out as like <laughs> above the cynicism you were like okay <laughs> I like the dog yeah, the dog's so cute, isn't he? <laughs> My I love the dog. Favorite moment. I little I let out like it wasn't I let out like a little giggle is when the dog runs outside and knocks the post mm-hmm, box over because mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. every day that we see the repetition like of him that. putting re re correcting the post op, the post box what's it, letterbox and then like, yeah. he corrects it every day and I don't know I just wasn't expecting it. The dog runs out, pushes oh. it over, and I let out a little giggle <laughs> and it was like just a moment of joy that I really I was like that was pure joy and I really enjoyed that yes. moment. <laughs> I I enjoyed that moment too. I must say. Um, yeah, the thing I liked was the little snippets that you get on the bus. So, you know, a little conversation here that you only see, like, the beginning or, like, the middle of, and you never see them again. And that's what I really... I sort of lent this sort of real authenticity to the film. But, um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. No, totally. Um, mm. I, I, I love the dog, too. I love that he treats... He doesn't treat the dog like a piece of shit, but he doesn't like the dog, and the dog doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's never, like, hostile or violent. It's just, like, an underlying... <laughs> uh, piss Mutual off understanding. They both have towards each other. I love it so much. <laughs> and, like, and, like, he doesn't like the dog, but every night he walks the dog, but then he leaves it out front of a bar for, like, however many hours <laughs> every no, night. No, he has one beer. I know, I know. So but he's still like there for yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, he has his conversation with Doc. Oh my god, how do you love Doc? Doc, I think I did. Doc, Doc is Doc. a great character. Best. And did you? Okay, I, I know it's probably not as subtle as you you met might like Norris, but did you like the chess game? And and how Doc is okay. Maybe we'll move into spoilers now because there's like, so many things I want to talk about. <laughs> um, I, okay, all right, before we do that, I, I would recommend this movie wholeheartedly. I would recommend you watch this if you've got a partner with a partner. I think this is a delightful movie. Um, you guys at all? I I think I think it's got it's, it's definitely <laughs> the problem is it's like the you've told Alex about like the mood you've got to be in the mood for you or you got to mm, like let, be ready to let it wash over you don't go into it expecting anything I think is like don't expect it to give yeah. you anything just expect to like experience because it. it's not it's not a traditional film in no. the sense that there's some sort of conflict or there's no arc, arc that, that I, no, there's no there's no, no no arc and yeah. it's just like well yeah don't expect the conventional when you go into this film because Zach you you pick this film and I was like oh boy here we go I geared myself <laughs> up for it I'm like oh okay <laughs> I'm uh, expecting you to be this. like a serial um, killer or psych something my, psych myself <laughs> up and. Uh, Oh, that's funny. Then it wasn't what I expected at all. I hadn't read anything about it, but I expected at the very least it would sort of, uh, you know, keep to that sort of structure, yeah. that conventional structure, mm, which it didn't mm, do. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I, I'd recommend it. Just yeah, let it mm. wash over you. So would I. If you're but looking yeah, for a bit of joy, 
See, that's why I said all the stuff about like putting a jumper on and curling up by the fire. Because for me, this is like a rainy day movie where if you just want to feel a bit warm and happy, I'd put this movie on and I'd feel a bit warm and happy. Well, um, I don't know. But yeah. yeah. I don't know if it fills me with happiness. Every time they said Patterson, <laughs> all I, I could love think of. So much. Nothing fills you with happiness. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> How can you fill the void? <laughs> See, my no, one no. blanket of a film is Paddington. Uh-huh. And Paddington oh, Paddington Paddington's two delightful. Is... Oh, Paddington and Paddington 2. And every time they said Patterson, I was like, oh, oh I wish this was Paddington. It just reminded uh, you that you weren't Paddington. watching Paddington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a little oh, Paddington Padding... died. Oh, no. <laughs> Paddington is, is a good movie. Oh, my God. Um, spoilers, Okay, then. cool. All right. <laughs> spoilers. Okay, so we'll talk, we'll talk about Doc then. Did you like that? Doc's playing the chess game with himself all the time and he says to Patterson on the first night he's introduced, he's like, I'm getting my ass beat and Patterson's like, by who? And he's like, oh, myself. And then the next night he's talking to just some random girl at the bar and it cuts to the chessboard and I instantly thought, oh, Doc's playing himself again. Because that's that's Doc, he's just always playing himself and then he steals from his wife and he's always betting on the mm-hmm. chess game. He's always playing himself, but he's always at the bar. I love Doc. I love Doc so much. <laughs> I really thought the bar was a great sense of like, because, like, you don't see a lot of Patterson, but, like, that was where, they, like, you got the sense of Patterson. Like, the community, like, they all mm-hmm. kind of knew each other. There was, like, a distinct... Like, Patterson has, like, this distinct level of pride or in community and stuff. It was cool. And, like, everyone... Like, it wasn't like everyone knew each other, but everyone was aware of each other and you learned some... Yeah. It was cool. I like the bar as a um, way of exploring that. It was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, oh, God, the bar's great. And And, like... I've had conversations with our friends where I can't understand people who go to the bar like every night. Because that, that, that used to be a, a huge thing mm. like 40, 50 years ago. You'd finish your work and you'd go down to the bar and have a drink. And these days I kind of see that as a bit sad. But if I had that bar and I lived in Patterson, I would go to yeah, the bar. Yeah, I'd be going night, to that every That is night. such yeah. a nice... Absolutely. <laughs> you go see your friends for like an hour and then you go home. That's quite nice. So, all, okay, if we're in spoilers, I may, maybe Norris, you as, <laughs> as a film school student <laughs> maybe you did you pick up any kind of underlying theory with the twins because i just thought the twins all it was was just this nice little like it's poetic he his girlfriend tells him about having a dream where they had twins uh, mm. as children so they have one how the film mother. opens and then he and then he just constantly sees twins all around the town and it's never like he he never reacts to it like it's this huge thing he's just like oh twins Okay, cool. Twins. All right, nice twins. Mm. But it's like everywhere in Patterson, there's twins. Uh, and I was like, oh, every time I see that, I'm like, oh, that's quite nice. It's just it's a little poetic. Twins everywhere. You know. It's... Yeah. So you can, I think you can read into that a few different things. Either like he sees himself as the twin of that poet that he really likes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so he <laughs> sees the twins all around. Or you can make a comment on their relationship. Uh, he and his partner, mm. they sort of, you know together they're a couple and you see twins all around um but also the differences and they're in the similarities as well so both of them are creative both people in the you know in the couple are creative but he doesn't want to exhibit yeah creative is just purely for his own benefit it's not for anyone else and all her creativity is exhibiting isn't it yes she she paints the entire house she sells the cupcakes yeah oh yeah that's a that's a point i didn't even think about that's that's quite nice Mm. oh man i see morgan i find it quite interesting that you you said alana didn't think she was a good girlfriend i thought they had such an interesting relationship because they're so independent of each other um 
and they understand they both need to be like he like she will like send him out of the house every night to go on that walk yeah. to go to the bar because she knows that like oh we've got our time together but then you go spend your time and I'll spend my time doing what I want to do because I'm a creative and I'll, I'll find stuff to do in my time and I don't need you here or like we don't need to be with each other the whole time it's like um, their meals and when they sleep in the same bed that's the time they have together and everything else can just be their life when they, mm. they do what they need to do yeah but um, on the twins thing Alex so mm. uh, I I read trivia about this film uh, oh okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> just because <laughs> yeah. I like to I was curious uh, the twin absolutely, thing absolutely. is not in the original uh, script for the film uh, oh. the twins on the bus the girl who rocked up on set one day mm. uh, was just a normal girl <laughs> and then when her mum picked her up she he's, the director saw that she had a twin and he asked them both to come back the next day and then after oh. that moment he went back and he added all the other twin scenes and he added the dialogue at the start <laughs> To do the twin to add the, to add the twin thing in, and he call and he oh. but he, he also acknowledges he calls it anti much like the dog foreshadowing he calls it anti significant is his thing he like yeah. he adds this thing but he uh. believes it's anti significant which is a weird concept yeah. but I thought that was really cool he's like he just likes the way it looks and he thinks it's cool to have it there but it doesn't mean anything he's like it's it's yeah, there that's... but and I'm like but we can draw so much from it and he's like but yeah you don't <laughs> doesn't mean shit yeah i love that i love that so it's, much i thought when that was like creators super do interesting that. 100% fuck that's so that's and any significant seems to be the thesis for this entire movie yeah. like nothing nothing matters it's all just like you just see the life and patterson sees life go by him and he just observes and he takes it in and puts it out as poetry I thought oh my god and Donnie Donnie from the bus depot did you guys like Donnie yeah he was a good guy uh, Patterson was not a good friend to him <laughs> like he has all <laughs> these problems going on and there's no <laughs> like he says I'm sorry once to the poor guy yeah. and it's just like come on is that where you're leaving this <laughs> like your friend here is telling you all of his problems and you're like okay Donnie bye Donnie I gotta go I think that is like, maybe but- like one of the He's, he's like he's a nice guy, but he kind of just yeah. breezes through. He doesn't stick around. He's so passive about yeah. everything. He's like, like, oh, yeah, that's so like passive. I'm on my way now. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love those conversations with Donnie because you're right. Like if he if they're friends, that's just like a shit friend who's like this guy is clearly. But maybe that conversation they have in the morning is all the support he needs because because there's that day he walks up and he goes you don't even want to know <laughs> i love that so much and i was like oh what? His life what just a dick that Patterson is. <laughs> yeah i was like i was like oh he didn't chase after him he didn't let him <laughs> no, it's so funny but like oh man passivity oh no that's not the word but just patterson passive as fuck like when the dog rips up his poet poetry book oh my god that was the one moment there where i was like oh that that got me that when sucks. you came home, I, I knew yeah. it was going to happen because yeah. they cut to the shot of the dog yeah. and in the book, mm. and I'm like, oh no no no! I no, was you half didn't. expecting this because this movie is like all about like, oh, there's no conflict, like stuff just happens. I was mm. half expecting like the the resolution to be is like, actually, I, I you didn't see it, but I did go and get copies of the book. We're all good, and yes, it just flies I was ahead because I mm-hmm. that I that's the kind of thing too. this movie would do is literally like you thought this was going to be a big thing, but it's actually not because he did this other thing <laughs> that he said he was going to do. But it doesn't do that. Aha. It still kind of resolves itself, which is nice. I, I cannot believe I've not just been going aha to everything that's been said. Because <laughs> I love that conversation with the, the Japanese man in the park. It's so good. Like, he figures out Patterson in, like, a minute in their conversation. That's why he's like, mm. aha. Like, I know you're a poet. I know you're not talking about it. So I'm just going to keep 
keep just chucking all these things out here, and I know you know. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's so good. Oh man. Yeah, I think. Was he real? Do you reckon? Ooh. Oh no. Well, this this is maybe like the, th- the, the watching it the second time. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but in high school we had to read of mice and men. Oh yes. And there was a character. I think he's called Alex. I think he's <laughs> Alex Dutch. had a very. Oh, uh, don't worry. We're not going to talk about it too much. We're not going to talk about it. I didn't I'm like just, it at all. <laughs> I loved of mice and men. Um, <laughs> there's a character in there called Dutch who's like this uh, this gorgeous like cowboy dude. He's the leader of the group, and a big theme for him apparently was that he's too good to be true. And that's what I just like, that was the entire thought process I had for the entire movie. Everything about this movie is too good to be true. Like Patterson himself, uh, he has a simple job. He does quite well. Uh, he lives a simple little life with his uh, woman he loves. He's a poet and he's allowed to do his poetry whenever he wants, however he wants. Um, and obviously he makes enough to get by. They're really, really happy. Everyone around him, is interesting and their characters and they all love talking to him no one no one's ever a dick in this movie like he meets except Patterson <laughs> Alex that's that's your opinion yeah I don't know there's, there's ways you can interpret that <laughs> I think it's probably fair to say that Patterson's a dick to some like yeah. the dog <laughs> but that's fair. but there's other times it's like maybe it's not maybe he just doesn't want to get involved with people if they they're not specifically asking like yeah. Who's the actor guy from The Good Place? Uh, what's his name in the... He's he's cheating in The Good oh, Place. Oh, just a boyfriend. Yeah, cheating. He, he was and great. He's, but... And he's something else in this. I forget what his name is. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Doc says it to him in the bar. Like, sometimes you want to... Uh, sometimes you want to help, but you end up just making it worse. And, and Patterson says, is there anything we can do to help that guy? And Doc's like, nah, don't, don't worry about it. But, yeah, no, I just found this whole movie, like, Patterson is a dream character. He doesn't have an iPhone. He does, he's not connected to anything. He doesn't worry about, you know, his boss. He doesn't worry about his job. He's not stressed. He doesn't have a normal nine to five. He gets up earlier than everyone else. And he's done before everyone else. His girlfriend gives him this, like, they both have so much freedom to do whatever they want and support each other in whatever they want. And the whole time I was watching this, I was just like, man, like, you said it before, Morgan, this is like an attainable dream, but... Yeah. It's also so, like, it's such a beautiful fantasy that I don't think could ever exist. Like, there's no one on the planet who could live the life that Patterson's living yeah. in this movie. It's also, like, kind of trying to be a reassuring, like, there's the whole thing where he doesn't have a phone. And then, like, yeah. the bus breaks down. And you're like, oh, this is going to become a problem now. But then, like, and mm. maybe maybe that would be something that would be preached at us today is, like, if you don't have a phone, like, that's a problem. But in this movie, they actively be like... We've, we know he doesn't no. have a phone the thing breaks down the phone don't and the bus doesn't work it. and it's like oh don't worry it's not an issue he just borrows like, the, yeah, the little absolutely. girl offers him to like phone like everyone's nice it's like yeah it's like oh yeah that isn't a problem why did I think that was gonna be a problem oh, it's not yeah, I think no, it kind of no. challenges like these things that we just think sometimes like, these assumptions of drama like as soon movies, as it's like yeah. he doesn't have a phone it's like oh that's gonna become a problem but actually it isn't because you can still live life without a phone if you really want to and, and uh, mm. his poetry book gets eaten up and that's like, you know, years of his life or whatever it is. But then the day he can still make poetry and he still meets interesting characters. So there's no reason he can't just keep going on. Uh, that's actually, that's actually the one problem I have with this movie is like, how long is he, how long has he been writing poetry? If so, <laughs> why does he only have one book? I've seen it. He, well, he spent like two days on one poem and he only used one page and he's not using back pages either. He, I, no. he's, he, I don't know how he still has everything in one book. He should uh. have like, if he's doing one a day, he should have multiple notebooks. This but then again, uh-huh. he was uh, like, he had the Marine uniform. 
he oh, was. That's he was. So you wonder how long in that photo. Absolutely. So yeah, you wonder how long he's actually been back. That mm-hmm. photo, fun fact, is actually Adam Driver's photo from when he was in the Marine. So that's actually. I was. Expe- his I was thinking from... about that. Yeah. There you go. He and, often and, uh, he often plays vets in his movies because he is one. I think that might be something. That... Maybe, okay. Maybe that's why he's so passive as well. You know. Yeah. Like he he came well, from such a chaotic place sense. and yeah. he doesn't well, want to get involved. I noticed because... it at the start. But then it's like the movie felt like justified after Everett, Cheedy's character, I remembered his name, mm. Everett comes into the bar with the gun and threatens everyone. Turn, and then um, Patterson, Patterson disarms him, like, turns out it's a fake gun. But the next morning it, it it starts with a shot of him as a Marine just to remind you it's like, hey, he's not... That's why like, he that, acted, he, yeah. he, he had the skills. He This is why he acted. It, yeah. We're not trying to say that like like he anyone can do this, but like it kind of re- reminds you like, hey, he was in the Marines. That's why he acted this mm. way. Which was which was cool. If you weren't paying enough attention, they went back to that. Like, hey, he was a marine, just to remind you. <laughs> yeah, I guess oh, like this film, I think like it's a little bit too perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know, and so it makes me think whether it all is in his head. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that's. I think you're looking for something. That yeah, <laughs> I think I I think you're bang on the money when you say it's too perfect. I think that's the point, like, of this movie is that it's supposed to see like it's it's a fantasy. But I think, mm. I mean, I'm not gonna say you can't say that maybe he's crazy in a mental ward. Fine, but I don't fan know that, theory right there. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but that's one of those fan theories that means fucking nothing. Like like what does that do to anything in this movie if you say that it's all made up? It's still a beautiful little, you know whatever universe like he does whatever he wants to do oh well not you know everything in his life just just works out and he just just keeps going on um that's pretty yeah and that, i guess that's what sort of it was just like it wasn't too easy but it just was sort of like uh like there's no struggle <laughs> and that's what there. struck you as like yeah yeah like, it tries to be authentic with the authentic, you know, you see the people on the bus, you don't see them again, and you've got this really sense of place there with the waterfall and all this stuff, and just his experiences are not, um, like, yeah, there's no struggle with any of them. Sorry, Zach, you just put me off there. I suppose I was right into the like camera, the really... camera, and then I look at Morgan do the same thing. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we've explained this, but we are... Well, it probably sounds like it, but we're all Skyped into each other to observe certain checks that are in place. This is our first social distancing distancing podcast. So we didn't say anything until we figure it out. Yeah, in case you were wondering why we sounded different. But uh, we're still producing quality content. It's because we are... Exactly. We are social distancing (laughs) at the moment. Uh, This won't... We are. We do have a bunch of a backlog, so this will probably come out quite far into the social distancing. But this is the first podcast where we even are exist. social distancing. Go us. <laughs> this is the test run. Yes. Uh, I. I um. I, I find it really interesting, Norris, that you you you've you thought about that. You know, too perfect thing, like off the first one, because it, it it took me till this second watch to just be like, oh, this is just too perfect. Yeah, I, I, I think... Oh, there I'll... are problems. It's not, like, completely 100% perfect in every single way. Ah, but the problems are always... But it's this always... sort of rosy existence. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's The problems are always outside of Patterson himself. Everything around him... He, like, there are issues and people that he meets that have issues. Like, him and his girlfriend never fought, ever. There are moments where they absolutely could fight. There are things that happen between them mm. that you think this could easily lead into a fight. But they understand each other so well. They give each other so much leeway and support in the ways they need, they both need that they just never have to fight and so it's just like 
I think maybe oh, maybe I'm reading this too much but maybe I love this movie because I would like to think that maybe this exists somewhere and maybe you would find issues with this movie because you know it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the you've got the uh, realist Alex yeah. and the optimist in Zach and that leaves me the role of the pessimist <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just waiting for the final. Uh, you know, something really bad to happen at the end. Absolutely, yeah. Shakes just, his existence on the calls. Never does. Never does. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which uh, bus conversation do you guys like the most? Because I've definitely got mine. That's the winner for me, but. Which one? Do you reckon tops it for you? Mm. Well, while we're thinking about that, I'll give you a... So, one of the conversations on the bus, this is more trivia, is an actual mm. conversation the director overheard before. And I'll just oh, I love guess, that. guess which one it is. Maybe we'll have a guess which one that is. We'll play a game. Guess which one it is. The two we, guys. It is the two guys. Well done, Alex. That is a real <laughs> conversation the director overheard in a bar one time and he put it in the movie. <laughs> I love that so much. That's my favourite conversation. <laughs> it's such because a good conversation. It's such a good conversation because they're both like a bit dickish in the way they talk about women. But there's also this like undercurrent of they are so lacking in machismo. <laughs> <laughs> they're both like, oh, like I, just, I could have, but I wanted to go to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's yeah. never even like, it's never it's just like bullshit is what I know, it was. Yeah. I know. I love it so much. It's never even like, oh, I know. Like they're never crude about it. They're never like, oh, I'd smash that. It's just like, you know what she wanted. Uh, mm. But, uh, but I was tired. <laughs> I just, I just love that it started with the first guy, which so could have feasibly been potentially that happened, and he's just changing the story a little bit. But then the second guy basically is like, "Oh, I have a similar story," and it's like he like tries to like one up him, and like I, it's like oh, yeah. I believe oh, the first so one happened rude. more than the second one because the second guy's like, "Oh, I'm trying to compete with this," or like, "Yeah, I could have as well, but I decided not to." Like, it was just like how mm-hmm. much. I was like, oh. How much do you love that little tidbit? It's like I was at Donnie's barbecue last Sunday, and, and the guy's like. Donnie had a barbecue? Yeah, "Yeah, Donnie barbecue. And he's like, oh. (laughs) It's like sits on his face for like two seconds and you just see him just be like, oh. Yeah, he was like, oh, I didn't get invited to Donnie's barbecue. Are my friends even my friends anymore? I don't know. (laughs) I think that was like the most relatable part of the movie, unfortunately, for me. (laughs) And it was good. That's why I found it so funny. That's why I found it so funny. It's like, I can imagine that being a real conversation and it turns out that at one point it was a real conversation that had been overheard like Oh, they're, they're all they're all like quality. The kids talking about boxing, uh, the, the teenagers talking about Italian Anarchy. anarchists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was. So I like that one. That was probably my favorite <laughs> that one. Was yeah, awesome. I like that. <laughs> it just the, I like those scenes because it reminded me of like um, riding the train or being on the train, mm-hmm. and you like sometimes you're listening to some people who are having like these allowed like some people have like. You can have a quieter conversation, but these people are having loud conversations. It's like, oh, yeah. I've heard oh, those. Yeah. I've, I guarantee I've been a part of those before where I'm talking too loud <laughs> and like about oh, stuff that's yeah. weird like that. hundred like, percent. I relatable. wish I could say any conversation I've ever had on a bus was that interesting, but no. Nah. <laughs> there has never been a conversation <laughs> I've had on a bus that is anywhere near as interesting as the ones you hear in Patterson. Um God, I, I'm Speak glad that yourself. I don't know. I've had some very intellectual <laughs> oh, conversations on a bus. Uh, yeah, I've never had a conversation with you on a bus that was interesting, Nosh. <laughs> Maybe interesting no. to us, but not, not <laughs> to anyone else. <laughs> um, I'm glad. I'm glad that there's more to this movie than the surface. Because I, I thought, like, first time running through, this is like not an incredibly surface movie, but you don't. Like, it's not there to be taken as anything too deep. It's, it's, I think it is just... It exists as something you can watch and just be like, oh, it's, it's nice to imagine that this ex- that someone can live this life. 
that's 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 what I took. But it's good that there's so many li- little things that he, the director, put in the background and uh, around about the script and around about the set pieces that you can just sort of like think about, and it's kind of fun to talk about. I think, and I, I quite like that. Kim, there's one thing that sort of stuck with me on the side of his bus. Mm. There is an ad for a divorce lawyer for three hundred dollars. Uh, sorry, two ninety nine on the side of the bus. I don't know what to read into that, but we saw like three or four shots of this. And I was like, is his relationship going to fall apart? Is he going to need to actually use the thing that's on the side of his bus? Like, I don't know. Oh, man, that's that anti-significance. There you go. Foreshadowing. This movie is like Alex's kryptonite because he's like, let me think about it more. And everyone's like, no, you're not supposed to think about it. He's like, I'm going to think about it. That's right. That's right. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. It just didn't meet any expectations whatsoever. Oh man, it's <laughs> oh, it's so good to it's so good to hear that that's like that's because I feel like that's that's what the director was going for. I've never seen any other movie from this guy, um, but I looked up all these trailers to movies he's made, and it seems like everything mm. he's made is the same weird concept. Like he seems oh. to exactly be about making movies that are not normal and strange. There's a movie that I think I, I, I'll check out and I'll see if it's any good, and maybe mm. I recommend. Movie that is about four taxi drivers from different places on the on, in the world, and it's called A Night on Earth, and it's just like four stories of four different taxi drivers, and that's it. That was the blurb. That was the trailer, and I'm really <laughs> interested in it because it looks just strange and weird. And did you also t- know last year he did another movie with Adam Driver, and it's a zombie movie, which I know Alex really likes, and Zach has problems Ooh, with. It might be an I interesting one I'm to oh, check out. About that, that one. <laughs> it got that was with Bill Murray, isn't it? Yes, Bill Murray yeah. and Adam Driver. I I Ooh. haven't seen that movie. Why didn't Why didn't we see this film? <laughs> because it did What's quite bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's not a good movie. I can't imagine like watching this movie and then like if I like this is my only experience with this guy and then you're like this guy also made a zombie movie. I'm like what? <laughs> I don't He's know what that is. Quite a few the zombies would movies, have to apparently. walk really slowly oh, no. and just sort of methodically think about their existence as a zombie. Steve Buscemi's and, also and in that movie. No, what it also I means you see Buscemi. a whole bunch of shots of like a gun and then you'd be like, oh, that gun's going to be used to kill someone. No, that's just a gun. That's <laughs> just a gun. That's that's there. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. I uh, well, has anyone else got anything else to say? I feel like we've kind of run our steam on it. Uh, said mm. no one wanted to talk about anything else. Um, I'll just double check my notes. I did take a couple of notes during this movie. <laughs> That's fair because <laughs> I, I was afraid I'd forget stuff. Uh, Adam Driver is great. Don't know if we. Uh... <laughs> I think we've established that, yeah. haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I just yeah. I've, I've talked about everything I wrote down. Lovely movie. Yeah. This is the most lovely movie. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> Patterson Not beats Paddington. Lovely. Confirmed. Oh, Paddington is pretty <laughs> Paddington is the most charming film ever made. What about Paddington 2? No film has got more... That's better. Yeah, Paddington uh, 2 is... A, no film's got... Oh, Paddington 2, though. It's better. Paddington 2, that's, um, a whole other, see, that's a whole other thing. I'm not sure if I've seen Paddington 2. I've definitely seen one of them. Is Paddington 2 the one with the secret circus treasure? Or is that one? That's two. The secret circus, that's two. That's two? Okay, brilliant. I've seen that's with Hugh Grant. Grant. Hugh Grant. Okay, yeah. I love that movie so much. And that's the one where he's doing he's the window washing, right? isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, that's a good movie. I, I might go watch the that. The first one, Nicole Kidman is the villain. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's trying to like stuff him. Oh man, that's those are some good movies. Those are some mm. good, good movies. Really delightful. Good. 
Well, speaking just of some hostile taxidermy, <laughs> like you know, that's exactly what you want. Kick back, relax. Speaking of other movies and potentially TV shows, w- this is a good time to maybe like, what have we been watching that we may like oh suggest God. other people are watching because they've got a lot of spare time on their hands. I assume. Mm-hmm. I don't, but <laughs> I, I hope I will in the future because I got a lot I want to watch. Right. <laughs> so Zach. much Futurama. I've been going back through the entire show, <laughs> and that shows. <laughs> genius and i'm i don't think i'm ever gonna stop seeing about how great that show is um god i just like have really... we been watching tiger king i finished i tiger started king. that so at I the time i've got two episodes to go so don't uh... so at, the, at shit, the time of this tiger recording king. it is it is taking the world by storm it may have blown over by the time it comes out but tiger king is all the rage <laughs> i uh mm-hmm. i saw all the reviews that were like you can't believe how crazy it'll get i'm like yeah whatever and i started watching it <laughs> How many episodes Man, in you, Zach? It gets crazy. Because uh, every episode, there's I another bomb that drops. I think and it five. Is, mm-hmm. Like, every episode, you're like, this can't get more crazy. And then they throw in another murder plot or, like, something that's like... <laughs> it's like Or what? a sex cult or <laughs> yeah. drug cartels. Mm. And and it, it sounds like they're just pulling that out of thin air. But no, nah, that's apparently just how these people live. It is batshit insane. The fact that the start of this thing is like... Yeah, so I was doing a documentary about illegal reptiles and some guy's like, do you want to see the snow leopard in the back of my van? And that's how this documentary yeah. started is just just wild. <laughs> it is <laughs> it, I, it's just the most wild thing I've watched in a very long time. It's mm. it's perfect Netflix fodder as well. It's a fantastic little documentary oh, yeah. to watch. They um, timed it perfectly with like I like it's kicked off like everyone in like everyone in isolation's talking about it like it is it's become like I think it's become synonymous mm-hmm. with like everyone's talking about like COVID like the memes it's like COVID nineteen and it's like a picture of Tiger King like it's synonymous with <laughs> oh. the outbreak which is crazy. I can't say I can't say that I've seen as much as that uh, as you have Morgan. I'll be, I've seen people talk about it, but I haven't seen people associate it with COVID nineteen. I think I've seen people just talk about it how much they like the show and how much they think everyone should mm-hmm. watch it. I haven't seen people connect it to like Netflix Illuminati style has released COVID nineteen, <laughs> so people will watch Tiger King. I've just seen a lot of memes. That's, that's right. Like, that's right. They, that's like what were those execs doing in Wuhan? <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah, there's just a lot of memes out now. Like the COVID nineteen. Uh, like this is how we're going to be looking back at COVID nineteen. It's like the Zoom logo, and then it's like Tiger King. Like all this stuff that's like <laughs> now inherently like meshed into our memory as part of this time of our lives. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's one th- I have watched it, Alex. That's something oh, I, I think everyone should watch. <laughs> uh, I watched um, that Contagion movie. Everyone's been watching that as well. On my Instagram, everyone's like, "I'm watching Contagion." I'm like, "Oh, cool." It's amazing how much stuff that movie got right. Uh, <laughs> seriously, like it seems like now in the middle of this, it seems so well thought out, um, and it also sort of highlights that this this COVID. It seems like the the medical world has expected this for decades mm. um which is fascinating to me I, I find that super interesting sorry alex again i've cut you off i apologize no 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 um bill gates did a ted talk in 2015 about how to combat the next pandemic and you're like nothing was listened to and it's like, <laughs> ah, okay he's been like harping on about that for like 10 years he's like we're not prepared yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to cripple the world or it's going to kill hundreds of millions mm-hmm. of people one or the other which don't have anything in place Oh yeah, but yeah. So that's uh, that's. Um, I think that's a bit of a downer. Let's move away from talking about the pandemic. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, oh, did we all see? Sorry, Morgan. Oh, I just want to say I finished my rewatch and uh, Alana's first watch of Breaking Bad, mm. uh, and ah. that was good. And I watched uh, El Camino for the first time the other night as well. 
What do you think? Um, I, I, I liked it as a Jesse, Jesse Pinkman story. I didn't feel like mm. Vince Gilligan's like direction style or like his style of transition, like the Breaking Bad style wasn't there. It felt like mm. a different style or genre. But like I, like, I enjoyed the closure of Jesse Pinkman and seeing him have yeah. this extra little story. It felt like an extra long mm. episode, but just not the style. The style wasn't there of the original. I, I, I definitely thought, I, I think I agree with you. Like the writing was exactly on point. But whoever, I, I don't know if Finn Gilligan was the director and it just seemed off, but yeah. So, I, I not in a bad way, but like, yeah, I agree with you. The directing was just, just enough different mm. that you noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And we're about to and start did, Better Call Saul as well. Uh, yeah. I tried Better Call Did you watch Call it straight Saul. after Breaking Bad? So, so once you finished it, did you jump nah, straight it was in like and watch? a day or two after the finale oh, okay. that we watched it. And it had like the whole recap beforehand, which I'm like, I feel like I just experienced this. Now I get to like refresh again. <laughs> it was the, uh, the only other thing that felt off-putting was like, they did a pretty good job considering the, the different the time difference. I just think Todd had changed a little bit and, yeah. and he was featured <laughs> a fair bit. And I was like... It's weird, man. It's weird when they do this sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, it was what five years? Five or six? It's been a while. Between, yeah, it's been a while. It's a, it's a long time. Yeah, I was going to ask on your second run through. I remember the first time I watched Breaking Bad, I hated Skylar. The second time I watched Breaking Bad, I could not stop feeling bad for Skylar. I thought she was exactly correct about everything she'd ever said in that movie, that show, <laughs> See, and she I... got shit on by so many people in the show. And it just would suck to be her. Like, she was so correct about so much shit. And, she, oh, she tries so hard <laughs> to just not be dragged into that world. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. See, you were the one who got me into this show. And I remember we used to hate Skylar. We definitely did. Mm, like, we're yeah. like, this bitch. And then yeah, I'm watching this bitch. It on, and then I'm watching it on the rerun. And I'm like, she's just trying to do her best, man. She, and then I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> like, I think when you're like a teenage boy, you're like, yeah, the drug kingpin. We love him. And this time I'm walking through, I'm like, Walt's like, Skylar, yes. you're just doing your best, man. Oh, my God. You're trying not to get your family <laughs> murdered by the Mexican drug cartel. That is the most reasonable thing yeah. on the planet. The and, only and time Walter. that Skylar is shit is towards the end. And I know she's trying to side with him because she thinks it's best for her family. But, like, when, like, oh, yeah. Hank start, like spoilers for Breaking Bad, if you're going to watch that, but, like, when Hank starts getting killed and stuff, and she's not... She has... She has that's the, the moment. But before that, she has options to try to, like... But she ignores mm. them. She ignores Marie because, like, Hank and Marie know, and she's ignoring yeah. them. She's siding with Walt. That was the one time I'm like, come on, d- like, don't let him. But then there yeah. was stuff I never noticed before. Like, when I first watched it, like, this is all spoilers. So if you haven't, w- don't listen. <laughs> like, there's that moment <laughs> where check he- that spoiler in as soon as you say, I've been watching Breaking <laughs> Bad for spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's the moment where he takes the baby, he takes Holly, and he, like, kind of freaks out and acts like a. And, and then like he goes, and then I was like, oh, I, when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, he's just being, he's overreacting. But now watching it, I'm like, there's so much nuance in his character. He he didn't take it to be vengeful. He took it because he he played the card of wanting to look like an abusive husband so perfectly to get Skylar off. Like there's the whole phone call yeah. about it. It's like he, he knew exactly what he was doing. He wasn't trying to be, he had to take Holly and then he had to give Holly back. He had to look abusive. It's His character mm. is just so smart and they do such a good job. So it was, smart, I, it was such a rewarding rewatch because I remember the first time I watched it, I struggled sometimes in the early seasons. This time I flew through like, it's such a rewarding show. I and honestly, so, the first mm. time I watched it, I felt like the whole show was a bit slow, and I loved the finale. The t- this time I loved the whole show, and honestly, the fu- this time the finale fell flat for me as opposed to last time the finale. Yeah. I don't Absolutely. know why. It just, it just. I think I just watched, maybe rushed into it a bit too fast. Different moods, know. yeah. That's fair. Uh, that's yeah, really cool. If you haven't watched it, it's a good it's a good time to do it now. <laughs> it's Breaking Bad. 
the one thing I'll always remember with Breaking Bad is uh, the season five promo had uh, Brian Cranston recite a poem called Ozymandias, and I'll oh. always remember that poem it wasn't specifically called because of Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, not Blue Tip Matches. No. <laughs> oh man! Oh, the King of Kings. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's, that's old. That was as well. the name of an episode as well, wasn't it? Ozymandias. Yes, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a couple episodes in there that allude to that poem, I believe. Yeah. Um, mm. And that's and then they ripped it off in Alien Covenant. Tried to say the same thing. You could, nearly as cool. <laughs> except really, Scott's been like crazy about history for like decades. So I don't, I don't know that he'd nah. rip it off. I, I just nah, think that he just Ridley. struck. <laughs> yeah, he, he struck at the wrong time. <laughs> don't do it. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Any other things before we finish? Yeah, up today? Rush, what have you been watching? Oh, now I must say the trailer for Peninsula came out it's, now, it's on it's on my phone i haven't watched it yet it's on to my train phone. to busan it's a sequel to train to busan <laughs> the uh, <sighs> all right are we all excited <laughs> i need to watch it i'm i'm, I'm interested i'm i mm-hmm, mm-hmm. man <laughs> <laughs> looks good <laughs> oh it really doesn't but that's okay uh, does we'll it just... you know you didn't like the trailer <laughs> It has none of the characters from. Train yeah, it's 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 only it's set in the same world. Did you not know that? Everything's a no, cinematic universe now, Nosh. It's got to be. Everything's got to be a cinematic universe now. Nothing can exist by itself. Oh, yeah. Nothing can be on its own. The Busan. No, it's the T. Yeah. It's the TTB uh, the Train to Busan universe. <laughs> <laughs> what about the TT? Uh, TTDU the Train to uh, TTBDU the Train to Busan Dark Universe. Ooh. Universal oh. takes over. So the the, well, T- the Invisible Man in the TTBDU. Did we talk about the Invisible Man? Train to Busan cinematic dark universe cinematic universe. There we go. Morgan, saw, we... Oh, actually, I saw. We got there. I finally saw there. Invisible Man, so we've all seen yeah, it now. So okay. Ah. Um. Oh, it's really quickly before we start talking about that, I started watching Tim and Eric's awesome show, and that's a show from mm-hmm. uh, Adult Swim. They're eleven minute episodes, and it's. They started in like 2006 and they somehow predicted internet humor or either that or they made internet humor. It is fucking funny and strange and it's so interesting to watch that now and go, oh my God, almost every YouTuber who's a comedian has some Tim and Eric influence. It's fucking interesting. Tim and Eric had a huge influence over the early days of the internet and um, set the bar for what that was, I think. Oh my God, yeah. Lots of early YouTubers call back to them. Tim and Eric, yeah. Were familiar, or like huge. grew up watching them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they have, they know so many different people in the comedic scene across America. There's so many like little cameos they get from all these people, and you're like, why the fuck are you on this 11 minute episode of a, an Adult Swim show that aired at like two in the morning in 2006? <laughs> that's fucked. That's so cool, but it's fucked. <laughs> it's called having friends. What, what would I know about that? Oh. <laughs> Just hello darkness, my old friend, uh, <laughs> yeah. right there, and uh, um, just Adam Driver writing a poetry about matches. So Invisible Man, uh, Nosh, I think we talked like briefly about Invisible Man, like privately, mm. and I'm really happy about that because mm. we agreed on Invisible Man. Um, we ing- agreed. <laughs> I liked it much more than you did. Yes, but we both agreed that's not not as good as people were saying it was. Yeah. Yes. Because people were saying this was like, this was the horror movie to divide to define a decade, and I was like. I'm not seeing that it's good. Haven't you seen Parasite? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I was so <laughs> confused. And, like, it's got, like, this really deep and 
intricate uh, message and it, it delves into domestic violence so deeply. And I was like, I don't oh. see... Like, it delves into domestic violence, but not in a way that's profound and deep and gets to the heart of, like, why domestic violence exists and why it's such a huge issue. I don't know. I, I have problems with that movie. I think it's good, but I just don't think it's anywhere mm. near as good as people were seeing its praise. But this is, like, fucking weeks ago, so who cares? What did you think of uh, the Invisible Man? What did you Man? think, Morgan? Uh, I enjoyed it. It was like we watched we watched it at home. It was an early release. Mm. It was good. Uh, it yeah, it wasn't like super crazy good, but it was enjoyable and it was a nice, chill, fun watch. It had enough in there to keep me interested. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was no, a surprisingly good portrayal of uh, uh, what's the type of abuse? Dem- yeah. oh, domestic, domestic, domestic. domestic violence. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's like one of the most horrible domestic, like his uh, their story. He is quite literally like the worst version of domestic violence you can think of, in like yeah. every way. It's fucking nuts. I think um, they do a good job of like, like they give him money and power to make, but like that's just to give the audience like a sense of like how much power. Uh, victims think people have like in this case he did yeah. have that power but i feel like in normal cases a lot of the victims feel like they the their abusers have that power anyway like yeah they may not have money but they still have that level of control over them which was a cool way of yeah. like playing with I that did. it's like oh he actually does have all this power where it fell down can... for me was where like they start talking about how his brother was abused by him in childhood and stuff and then spoilers you find out that his brother also has one of the invisible suits and the sort of like the sort of swap out that he's trying to do is he's trying to imply that his brother was doing it the whole time and i thought i thought that the really clever thing to do would to swap the narrative and say no my little brother has been abusing me for years and i know i seem like someone with control and i seem like someone with all this power but it's because that he experienced abuse when he was a child from like his family and i thought that would have been the more the more nuanced story because it doesn't forgive him for the abuse he put onto the main character but it clarifies that abuse comes from somewhere it doesn't it's not just like there's not just one person who starts being a horrible monster it always is like a generated cycle of violence that comes from actions from your family or your past or the relationships you have it's from from my exposure to it not like a personal exposure but from stuff that I've studied and seen or read or whatever, it comes from many different factors and it's never just someone starts starts abusing someone and he's just a horrible monster from the from the beginning. Mm. That's the part where it fell down for me. Like right at the end. <laughs> the ending. I just like... The ending, the ending didn't so sit entirely wrong. well I with me. I found it so wrong. The cop just letting her get away with murder. I know. Um, I was like, no, that was okay. <laughs> that was a little weird. Um, What's the message you're trying to send out there? <laughs> Are you trying to say that we should be killing these people? Mm. <laughs> I don't know that that sits well with me. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But what I did like was that it showed sort of like the PTSD of it that all. That was really good. And that the most dangerous time is when you decide to leave. And the whole idea about not believing women and none of them believed her because, you know, why would you believe that the partner is not dead and oh. actually invisible? Like, it's so preposterous and it's actually true. There was so much ham fist in this as well. Like him sending an email to her sister and that just severs their relationship. And I'm just like, that's just mm. 
That's just stupid. That's just dumb. But, <laughs> like, but the sister's death? Brutal. That, that, that was amazing. Me. That was an amazing little scene mm-hmm. there. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I wish it was and more Elizabeth like Moss. That. Oh, this, that's what I was going to say. Fucking outstanding. Everything she did in this movie was... Such a good performance. Fantastic. Oh, my God. It makes me want to mm. watch... Um, what's the show she's in that you've watched, Morgan? Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Makes me want to watch Hands... I'll just see Norris's beautiful visage on my screen. <laughs> But yeah, that's probably a movie worth checking out. Don't don't overhype it, but check it out. I guess. Yeah, it's good. It's a, yeah. I think they they're early releasing it, so should should be around. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think that'll wrap us up for this week. This Indeed. episode. That's all I've got to say. Uh, Who's next? Next time it is my turn. Oh, I'm excited Ooh. for that. <laughs> I've got a couple of ideas. I just got to suss out which one to do. But yeah. Uh. Thank you for joining me in the online realm this week, boys. Indeed. I hope it's it uh, been, been has, I think it's turned out pretty well. I quite like mm, the separation, so. the physical separation from both of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I quite like that too. I, uh... Uh, that's fine. Uh, well, no, cheers. Cheers. Uh, I'm glad you guys uh, enjoyed parts of Patterson. Uh, I, mm. I'm, I'm glad it's something we can Emphasize parts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not the that's whole. fair. That's fair. Uh, no problem. And I'm excited for next week. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah. Indeed. Thanks Stay for listening, safe. guys. Uh, I'll just take the moment to say I've also been revamping the website. So if you want to go check out more content from us, go check that out. You can see, uh, I know we're just voices, but we have some faces too. You can go check out uh, some photos of what we look <laughs> like. There's a store. Uh, there's some stats. If you listen to the mate debate, there's some stats up there. You know, just go oh, check wonderful. out the website. See some traffic and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and... Uh, if you want to suggest movies, maybe we can do like a audience oh, suggestion that. movie Ooh, list. There a is a contact idea. part. You just cool. go fill that out. We can read out movies that the mm-hmm. audience suggest every week. So yeah, just plenty of options. Go check it out. And Wonderful. thanks for listening. Thank you. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.